And whether you're a nerd in a cape or a rogue who's sneaky, join Chris and Roger as we entertain the geeky. That's right. Hey, Chris. Roger, what's going on? Nothing. How are you? Living the good life, man. Are you? Yes. Are you, you going stir crazy yet? Uh, not so much. We're in week six? I think five, technically. Week five of, of lockdown? Yeah. How are you nerds doing out there? I hope you guys are hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's... Hey, uh, so, did you get your um, your Star Trek ship oh, God, pictures no. posted? No, no, no. Because I haven't even been able to touch it. Oh, yeah. I, you were working I worked last, last week. week so, yeah. I, was, I was busy. This week... Since we're off this week is yeah. when I'm going to hit it hard. So Thursday, Friday is Star Trek Day. Nice. Uh, yeah. What have you been up to? Uh, painted some minis, played some games with the kids. I'm coming up with like craft projects and stuff to do with them. Yeah. Um, I'm in the process of painting a star screen right now. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We did um, Pathfinder over Discord. How was that? Uh, I get what Mike was saying. It's not the same. It's not the same. No. Uh, like, like they wanted me to use the die roller and everything, and I was like, get bent. I'm going to roll my dice. You have to trust me. Like, <laughs> if you don't trust me to roll dice, not sitting in front of you, then why are we even role playing? Right. I mean, first off, you can cheat. You can fudge die rolls at the table as quickly as you can when they're not even looking at you because you can't see what I roll from the other end of the table. Right. So trust me a little bit. But I did kill a goblin with a watermelon. There you go. So that was a thing. That's all you can really ask for. Yeah. I mean, I can't complain about that. So speaking of role playing, then. Uh, yeah. So the D&D movie, the D&D new movie. Is greenlit. Is going to happen. Yep. Uh, and I kind of want to touch base on what do you want to do with the D&D? Like, if you have the choice, what would you do with the D&D property? Would you bring it to film? Would you do a movie? Would you do a TV show? Would you do another animated show? What would you do to branch the D&D media? I think doing it as a movie is the way that you get the biggest hit on uh, your toys, which is what they want. I, you know, I just, it depends on like, what do you mean by toys? Do you mean now we're going to have D&D action figures nope, again? I mean, books and shit. Now, obviously, action figures and stuff will happen, but I think that ultimately will boost the sales of the uh role-playing books and whatnot you which think, is what they want you think a movie would do that more than a netflix tv show like stranger things did? i do because to me i think D works better as a tv show so i think it would um i actually i know how i would do the movie too but that's not really so let's go ahead well let's let, no no go ahead how well, would you do I, the movie i, I, I want to finish one i want to finish my man, marketing man, ploy here fuck your marketing ploy so yeah it, it would boot like they do it for transformers they do it for ninja turtles and guess what same people fucking own them. It's Hasbro. They, yeah, but the difference is D&D is not selling $10 action figures at Target. You're right. They're not selling the D&D breakfast cereal. If their intent is to is to branch off and, and have the role-playing game take off, you're not you're not going after the 8, 9, 10-year-olds that this movie would bring in. And now this is why I get to say how I would make the movie. Um, so how I would do the movie is like this. Kids are playing. And it actually turns them into, like, it starts off, you know, oh, hey, I'm so-and-so, the blah, 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 the mage, do-do-do. And then it, like, takes this shift, and this make-believe that they're doing turns into the actual movie, the actual adventure that they're on. And you get to see the characters go through it. And periodically, they check in with our heroes in the real world, a.k.a. us, and it's them rolling dice. Or you get your fucking critical success, your crit failure. They, they did this movie already. It was called The Gamers. Mm-hmm. Like, that was a legit movie. 
it wasn't legit enough. It, I mean, it was a movie. It, it wasn't big budget, it, it is ma- what I'm saying. It, big budget doesn't make a movie legit, Chris. It does at this point. No. I That's mean, how you make the money. Like, like, that movie already happened. It was the gamers. They made, like, eight of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Like, like you want to stay... Okay, hold on. Let, 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 let's rewind in time a little bit, because you definitely want to stay from the original D&D movie. From the 1999, 1999 piece of garbage that was. Now... It is one of those bad movies that I still watch and enjoy. Because it's fun. It's a fun flick. I don't even know if it's fun, but you just kind of put your hand on your face and go, what the hell were they thinking? That movie was bad. I, the timing was bad. The timing was bad. The special effects were bad. The acting was horrible. Which is surprising because they had some big actors there, too. They did. They were decent actors. And you could tell Jeremy Irons was like, yep, I'm just going to ham it up because mm-hmm. that's exactly what he did. Well, and that that makes you think: Is that what they were going for? Were they going for the super no. campy thing? So here's because what I, obviously it was supposed to be somewhat satirical. No, actually, so here's what I found out: the director of that movie has been trying to get that movie made for ten years, trying to get D and D made as a movie for ten years. They slashed his budget when it came time to make the movie, and he just went with it. He didn't have time to do reshoots. Didn't have time to make it look right. He's like, "Fuck it, let's go." So for him, it was a passion project. And he was never he he was not a director like he had never directed the movie before then. Oh, so first time director handling an intellectual property that's pretty freaking big at this point. And you cut the budget in time to make this movie. I mean, ninety nine. I think it was suffering a little bit. It wasn't third edition. It just came out. Third edition came out and there was parades in the but streets. Didn't we see the big boom at three five though? No, the big boom was third edition. Oh, okay. Third I thought edition, it was three five no, third, for some reason. Third edition was the OGL. Okay, okay. So that was the big boom. I mean, it was 20 bucks a rule book. 60 yeah, bucks fair. for the entire game. Yeah. Good to go. I mean, D&D blew up. That's the first edition I played. Well, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be brilliant if they did that again? Like, like Pathfinder did? Like have the movie come out and be a relaunch for 6th edition? Uh, well, that's what's going to happen. Ah, I don't think it will. 5th edition's still doing fine. 5th edition is still doing fine, but when does it make the most sense to launch the new one? When the movie comes out, man. I don't think you need to launch a new rule book at this point with D&D. I think you just need to expand on the rules more. See, that that is the common complaint about 5th edition, mm-hmm. is that the game, while it provides a great role-playing experience, it really, really caps off with the rule set. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Well, there hasn't been... There's, n- there's nothing major. Yeah, there's no no big rules advancements. Now, if you want really t- a telltale sign of how the uh, end of 5th edition might be coming, they're talking about bringing psionics in. And that's normally the end of an edition. <laughs> like, that's just how... They're like, psionics, and we're going to go ahead and make a new edition. That's what happened with 3rd edition. That's what happened with 4th edition. 4th edition... Dude, let's not go down that road. I was going to say, that one That one kind of right. suffered for other reasons. So, for you, it's kids on bikes playing D&D. Set in the 80s? No, they could set it today. Set it today? Yeah. Okay. If, if they do it in the 80s, it's going to feel like Stranger Things. I don't think that's the safest bet for them. For me, uh, the reason I want a TV show is D&D works as an anthology. Like, think of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Every season, it's a different classic adventure brought to the screen. Okay. So, like, you, you do Castle Ravenloft. You do Temple of Elemental Evil. You can do pit of the spider demons yep and every see every season's different cast of characters different uh and that way you could uh, you can view these adventures you've been playing brought to life they can do the same thing with a movie though they, but you can't you'd leave so much out like try to try to take ravenloft down to a two and a half hour movie now 
have somebody explain their Ravenloft adventure and they can do it in 15 minutes. Yes, you can do it in 15 minutes, but it's not the same. Like, there's so much going on in that campaign and that setting that a 10-episode series, you can do. So that's 10 hours. You could do that. See, I, I think it could be done with the movie, and I think as far as making a boom goes, that's what would be most lucrative for them. I don't think it would, because more people are watching TV now. Look at Hollywood. Right now. No, right no, now. no, no. Even before the, the quarantine, Hollywood numbers were dependent on China. Like, like, like box office sales were down. Like, yeah, you can still get Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Like, you still get the big booms, but D&D is not going to be an Endgame type scenario. It's not. Let's be honest here. It's going to be maybe on par with a Pacific Rim. I think it would be more so uh, Transformers. I think it would be less than Transformers. Oh, I think it would I be think right Transformers, on par with it. No, nah, because Transformers captured an entire generation. Not every not every kid in the 80s played D&D, but no, every but, kid in the 80s watched Transformers but, and so for So for the past five years here... Yeah, and the Turtles movies flopped. <laughs> no, they made their money back. They're just bad. Yeah, well. Okay. They okay, made a fair lot enough. of money back. They're I, just well, I was going to say, I think they basically made what they put into it, which is why we didn't get a third. Oh, we didn't get a third because my because they're bad. And, yeah, well, so what was it? Somebody posted something. Joe Moore posted something about uh, Michael Bay doing some movie with uh, Jason Momoa and blah, blah, blah. And I forget what property it was, but I was like, you keep that fuck away from that. Like, he does not deserve to touch another property ever. Oh, his movies make money. His movies make money. You know why? Because he's got a studio backing. Yeah, they make money, though. Yeah. Like, like like the Transformers movie? Make trash. money. Last good Transformers movie was fucking Bumblebee. Yeah, but the Transformers movies make money up until the point they don't. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made money up until the point they don't. The only reason he did, didn't direct Bad Boys 3 is he was busy working on something else. Bad Boys makes money. Michael Bay makes money. That's why he still has a job in Hollywood. I'm not saying his movies are good, but they make money. Fuck it. Let Michael Bay direct D&D. Nope. Imagine the dragon explosions there. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Whatever. Yeah, the, the, yeah so the dragon's flying, okay? And then it, it shoots a fireball at the castle, and the castle explodes. But then you got that 360. And there's a there's a truck, okay? There's a semi-driving yeah. in front of the castle. Yeah, the the semi is ripped in half, and Optimus Prime shows up, and people are like, dude, you're doing the wrong movie. He doesn't care, but it'd still make a lot of money. It would make it's all Michael the money, Bay. I guess. It's, I don't like, know. He's good at making stupid action movies. I'm not saying they're great, but he's, he is good at doing what he does. Ugh, I, I, ugh. Which is make action that movies. That guy is abysmal. I would much rather have Michael Bay direct the D&D movie than J.J. Abrams at this fucking point, okay? What, what property did J.J. just get? He just got one. Who cares? Or a series or something yeah, that he's no. getting to run with. Yeah, yeah, stop. I'm like, dude, are you sure? Are you sure? And they're like, well, yeah, he saved Star Wars. He didn't save. <laughs> Anywho, all right. Uh, <sighs> but uh, reel it in. The fucking Mandalorian saved Star Wars, and that's the about Mandalorian. It. Did and that show's save not Star even Wars. that good. It's good. It's not it's good. good. It's okay. It's, it's subpar. Good. We're it's just good. we're just starved for halfway decent Star Wars that we look at a, at a show that's ten episodes long, all about the same ten episodes, and go, that's brilliant. That's how much we miss good Star Wars. We'll take that subpar piece of crap and say it's good. It's, it's not, not subpar, that though. Good. It is that good. It is not that and here's, good. It, dude, it's John Favreau. That's who they need to have do the D&D no, movie. No, no. Yep. First off, it, uh, isn't God, that how you say his name, dude, Favreau? Yeah, I don't care. He got lucky with Iron Man. He did good with Iron he, Man. He did good with Iron Man. But The Mandalorian, is, it, it's okay. He did great with Elf. Uh, that's really not a franchise. That's a one-off it's not. movie. That could be a franchise. They did uh, a Will TV Ferrell series. says no. Yeah, well, of course he does. He's like, no, we're not doing that again. I mean, good good for him. More power to him because most people would be like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. 
You know what I mean? So, got to give him that. But we're going to touch on Mandalorian later. Okay, that's after fine. After we hit the D and D stuff, but like think about it though. If you did a TV show, one you, like HBO did with Game of Thrones or Westworld, mm-hmm. or and you actually had time to develop these characters, it wouldn't be just an action movie. Which is what that D and D movie would become. It'd be just a generic action movie. It would be. Yep. And we've got plenty of fantasy action movies. Unless you're going to try to give it a Lord of the Rings treatment, which I don't think Warner Brothers is willing to invest that kind of money no. into this property at this point. Oh, is it Warner Brothers? Yeah, I, I believe it? it's Warner Brothers. I thought it was Hasbro. Paramount. It might be Paramount. I don't Paramount know. normally works with Hasbro. Uh, yeah, they normally do. But this, I think, I think it's it's all since it's a Watsy property and Warner Brothers is doing the magic magic thing with Netflix. It's all wonky. Because remember, Watsy still owns D and D, even though Hasbro owns Watsy. It's one of those weird things. Well, I, I mean, think it's it Warner make, Brothers. Because Warner make, Brothers did the first one. Is I don't think Warner Brothers is oh, doing the, Sony. I thought it was New Line. Uh, it might have been New Line. New Line and Warner Brothers are the same now, aren't they? I think they're in cahoots, yeah. Yeah. Not I mean, 100%. Hey, we have this wonderful... Is it, isn't that so weird that studios have this much to do with the property? And then, the like, whoever owns that property, their relationship with the studio will ultimately dictate the success or failure of that movie. Because certain, certain uh, you know, certain, I guess movie production companies you know if they do a movie it fails like it doesn't do well right like warner brothers with their dceu right awful like not being received well there's wonder woman was the movie that basically saved them sort of ish and it wasn't great no it wasn't great it wasn't great it was good i mean i think we expect too much from superhero movies well i mean we had some epic ass superhero movies with marvel we did and i think that's what ultimately set that expectation give it to disney paramount paramount has the i thought so to okay D&D. yeah you know why because hasbro's in hoots with paramount uh, it's supposed to be take place in the forgotten realms mm. Mm. which does lead to the talk of where would you put this game or this movie water deep water deep yep straight up just water deep yep i, I would do water deep I think the, the the best way to open this movie, overhead shot, bar bar table. Okay, the typical. The typical like just how D&D bar starts. table like like yeah overhead shot bar table. You see the cast around there, just a pile of gold. Bar fight. Pile bar of gold. Bar fight breaks out. Ale, a big party. Just go, just go from there. No, I'd I'd want the bar fight to break out right there. I would much rather see them try to do Dragonlands. Dragonlands would be more interesting, like no doubt. Like but bring Wa- Dragonlands in Water there. Deep is where I think they would put it. But how do you do Water, Water Deep is such full of intrigue that you really you, to do it's Water that, Deep it, right. Wa- you don't Deep, want to do action. Water Deep is that cloak and dagger thing, right? You don't want to do action, yeah. which leads more to the TV show. Because if you're putting money behind it, and you're doing the big screen treatment. You got to have the well, big if, explosions. It, if it's Paramount, bro, it's going to be big yeah, explosions. Well, unless they want to put it right next to Yellowstone with Kevin Costner on their on their new TV network. Oh, right. I mean, I would. Ooh, good luck. I would all of a sudden watch get cable again to watch that in the D and D show. Oh, like oh, no, <laughs> I would. Um, I think you got to go with the big thing. The, I the, mean, okay. So if it's a movie, if it's a movie, you think it's going to be explosions, bang, bang. It's got to be explosion, bangs, bangs. And what, what setting, what, what, what campaign gives you the most explosion, bang, bangs? Well, yeah. 
Well, it's I mean, not Ravenloft. It's not Ravenloft, but that that would be the best movie. It's not Temple of Unmodeled Evil, though. That would be really fun to see. That would be kick-ass. Um, no, it would be dragons. It would ha- it has to, well, yeah. It, 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 would, it would be dragons. It has to be a dungeon. It has to be dragons. Yep. Yeah, it's... So fuck it. Go the, ahead. Do Dragonlance. Do, you get dungeons. You get dragons. You get the return of magic. If, if you're if you're looking at doing the introduction of a franchise, which is what they're ultimately going to do, you know that, and I know that. It it what they should do is the old school typical dungeon crawl. Okay, not say hey, this is this book. This is this source material. Just do an old school dungeon crawl. Hey, you go. You rescue the princess, you kill the dragon, you get the loot. Yeah, they tried that already and it didn't work. Well, that was that was a and different it, different beast it, altogether. It, it spawned three horrible direct-to-video sequels, okay? <laughs> none of them were good. Book of Isle Darkness was bad. Wrath of the Gods was bad. It was all bad. All bad. No good D&D movies have ever come. Even the crappy animated Dragonlance movie was bad. Well, and Warcraft is technically a D&D movie. Yeah, Warcraft movie was bad. It was, it was. And that's like, what you're going to get. You're going to get more of that. Mm. Until you until this property is treated correctly, that's what you're going to get. Is anybody ever going to treat these properties correctly though? I mean, think well, okay. it's a cash grab. Like Is it? We, yeah, we know obviously it's a cash we, grab. We know, we know what Hasbro does with their properties. But, and it's they put shit movies out with bang bang explosions, Michael Bay, boom, Bayside. And that's it. Like they're like, here we go. Now we're gonna see a boom in toy sales, which is all they really care but they're about. They're not gonna see like like you, ah, it. Ah, there's no toys to sell. Yes, it's, there's it's miniatures. The books. It's the books, man. Yeah, but the books. The people that are gonna buy the books already have the books, and it's yeah. it's about introducing new people to it because is here. It? Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. I don't think Hasbro cares what Watsy does. They do. I think Watsy makes them money. I think Watsy is the redheaded stepchild of Hasbro, and they're like, yeah. I disagree. I disagree. And if this movie fails, they might actually be like, you know what? Let's go ahead and unload it. If Watsy was the redhead stepchild of Hasbro, I don't think they would have brought Garfield back to do magic for a set. They brought Garfield back to do magic for a set because they paid him a lot of money. And Garfield's like, I'll take a lot of money. I like money. I like money. I like money a lot. Oh, and you're going to help me fund Keyforge? Okay. Did yeah. That, did that Because yeah. that was Fantasy Flight. It was Fantasy Flight. But you know what it meant? Garfield all of a sudden had power again in the gaming community. He's had it, though, because he did King eh. of Tokyo. Eh. He's had it. Eh. Every basically every game that guy puts out is no. There's a few duds out there. The, <laughs> any any game that has any kind of backing that he's done <laughs> has done well. Was like shit, he got me. No, no, no. That was a fair. That was a fair <laughs> Let me point. Back off of that one for a that, second. Well, you could have been like Steve Jackson, and like that's where you're like, oh, duds. <laughs> no, no. The thing about Steve Jackson though is he has his own company. He makes all these games. Like Steve he Jackson, makes, he makes the one game. He makes Gerps Ogre. Car Wars, Battle Cow. You know what he makes? Munchkin. Munchkin. That's over about it. And over. That's and about over it. And Zombie again. Dice. And then he's like, "How can I reskin Zombie Dice?" And he goes, "Hey, I tell you what. Hey, that that. I'm surprised we don't have a Gerbs D and D. Right. Like you got Gerbs Fantasy, but come on, Steve, get on the ball here. Let's let's get a Gerbs D and D going. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, um. No, I mean that guy's got some turd ass games out there. He does. He does. But uh, back to Andrew Garfield, like I do think uh, anything that guy touches is basically gold at this point. It, he, he's got the Andrew name, Garfield? dude. And or, I'm sorry, Andrew Richard Garfield. Garfield. Richard I was going to that one slide, but I was like, I better correct you. No, no, on no, this. you. No, no, no. I because I just be turned, like Spider-Man doesn't make games. I know. Well, <laughs> who, who, Ronnie Cobb will be like, hey, uh, Spider-Man didn't make that game. Spider-Man could have made that game, <laughs> but he didn't. Richard Garfield made that. Yeah, game. Yeah, Richard Garfield. Um. 
Okay, so do role play? I guess the bigger question is: Do role playing games actually transfer over to the film media? I think they can. I don't think D and D is the right game to do it. Oh, I, th- I do. I no. Here's why: The D and D means so much to so many different people. Mm-hmm. There are people that enjoy the political intrigue of D and D, and they have entire campaigns where they might not even ever draw their swords. Kind of lame, but hey, more power to you. Then you've got the power gamers. It's like, let's just go dungeon after dungeon after dungeon. Then, bang, bang, fight, right. fight. But it means so that's much. That's the movie. Yeah, that's going to be the movie is is all the all the little Timmies it's out the power there. gamers. All the little Timmies out there are going to get their action movie. <laughs> Min-maxing. Uh, and then you got the people <laughs> that are like, I just want to play Lord of the Rings. I want to do that epic sweeping story and save the world. And the problem with D&D is once you save the world, where do you really go from there? L-O-T-R 5E, buddy. Right. It's a thing. It's out there. Um, I have the, I have the rule book for it. I know you do. I haven't played it. It's because I got it for five bucks. <laughs> I think if you're looking at like at um, role playing games that would make good movies, you need to like kind of look at the '90s because meta plot was a thing in the '90s. Like that's what the '90s were in role playing game. Every game had a meta plot, and you'd be ever actually able to set up a franchise of multiple films and our TV shows going through that meta plot. But what I'm saying is, do the films as one shots. But they won't, because that's not how studios do it. They want to build an interconnected fucking universe now, and we want to have a D&D movie universe. But they would all be D&D movies. That's until thing. Until you have the epic crossover where Strahd rides in carrying the dragon lance. Ugh. Like, that's what, that's what it would lead to. That's yeah. the crap it would lead to. That's why you can't do one-shots. That's why you just don't do it. Just do it as an anthology series. They could do it as one-shots. Do one an anthology shots. It, movie. It's just, just it's doing it intelligently, and you you just stated that they won't. They won't. And, and you're right. You're we right. Know. We know that. Hasbro's, I mean, Hasbro's... Everybody wants to have their interconnected universe. Exactly. And you know, the best thing about Kevin Smith's interconnected universe... Is it's only it's loosely connected. It's very loosely connected because these two stoners pop up and then they go do their own things. That's how you should do an interconnected universe for D&D. The next movie, you're sitting in the tavern. Oh, there's the hero over yeah, there a, getting a it's drink. It's a cameo. Right. He's it's getting a, a cameo, drink. Yeah. He's going to stop by and be like, hey, I got a job for you. Here's some gold. Go do it. There you go. Done. Yeah, you're in the shared yeah, universe. I'm in the middle of this. Uh, I need you to go handle this yeah, for me. We don't need 10 years down the road a big D&D crossover. It's true. That's true. But that's what we'll get. We're going to get... And you made the joke. Because Hasbro's been trying to get fucking G.I. Joes and Transformers on the same movie for the past 10 years. Yeah, well, hopefully that never happens. Because what they were going to do also is make their big Transformers universe. Because they were talking about basically Mm -hmm. relaunching that property. And the Bumblebee movie was supposed to be the start of that. And I'm like, don't. Just don't. The Bumblebee movie is a cute little flick. Mm -hmm. Leave it Mm -hmm. alone. No, but they won't. No, they won't. Hasbro and Paramount. And the next thing you know, the... The Power Rangers, Joes are going to be fighting. Power Rangers are going to be there too because Hasbro owns them too. Now. Oh my God, no, no! Because now we're going to have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Transformers, GI Joe, Power Rangers all in the same movie. And look, oh, there's a Red Dragon. Yeah, guess what? Ch- childhood is owned by Hasbro and Disney. You're welcome. <sighs> just, just put don't. that one in your pipe I really, and smoke really, it. What do you guys want to see from the D and D movie? Like, honestly, guys, hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what. What would excite you about a D&D movie? Because I'm already down on this. 
It would. I'm already done. I think it would be easier for you guys to explain it in a video too. Just post it on our Facebook I wall. I don't really care. Just get us out there. Give me some hope that this D and D movie might actually be good. Anything could happen. You know what? We need Jason on here for the D and D movie conversations because he'd he'll be just so be excited. excited. And I'm like, already now. I'm out. Yeah, I, I, I'm cautiously optimistic. They're gonna fuck up Forgotten Realms. You know this. I know this. There's gonna be beholders hanging out with foot soldiers again. I don't. I don't have to play through it. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It does matter. It, here, ultimately, if it brings 100 new people to the hobby, that's worth it. No, because they all want to be holders with foot soldiers, and that's not how you do it. Not true. It could be done. No, beholders and foot soldiers do not go together. Use, use your imagination. That's not how they work. That, that, <laughs> like, like in the original D&D movie, when I saw that, I was like, that's not, that, that's not, that's not how this works. I remember watching the D&D movie with uh, a few friends of mine, and we were just like, what the fuck? How did... And, 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 and... Like, the whole thing, the whole movie was a what the fuck yeah, moment. Yeah, You weren't like, you weren't like, oh, that was cool. You were like, oh. oh wow. But you thought it was funny. I thought like, it was hysterical. Like these horrible thieves that are supposed to be some of the best thieves. I thought it was funny. I thought, I seriously thought that movie was supposed to be a satire. They never actually stole anything. Did you notice that? In the entire movie, the thieves were like, hey, we're really good thieves. Never took anything. Never got any, without getting caught. They yeah, never a, got anything. That's a good point. And the only time they actually got something, one of them had to die. It's pretty standard. Makes for a good campaign. If you guys could see my face right now. It's, well, it was just downtrodden. It was so. You looked so sad. Like, if they want to do the D&D movie, right? Get the guys that are doing uh, Critical Role and just, just, just have them write the script. Yeah, Matt Mercer would have the biggest boner. Don't care. Let them do it. He'd be like, all right. Yeah, he I'm would gonna do bring, it. I'll bring John Heater in. Uh, yeah. Because Napoleon they... Dynamite is going to be, uh, he's going to be the, the half-elf. No, don't cast it. You just guys get to write it. Like, like let them write it and, and give us a, a good movie. That's it. Just let them write it. You know what's so funny is that you said that and, like, we've got a bunch of friends that are like, uh, Critical Role's not good for D&D. And I'm like, mm, it's not. I, th I think it is. It's not. It's but but for you, it's the same argument that the movie. If it gets fifty new people playing, that's great. Their argument are is people it's are going to see critical real. Role. Yeah. They're no, gonna, I've heard I've heard yeah. their argument. I just don't think it's completely. Well, we have valid. to make sure our listeners know the argument. Yeah. The argument is it's like porn. It's not real. It's fun to watch, but get, don't don't expect it's it. not the actual game. That's not what D and D is going to be when you sit down to play it. You're yeah, gonna spend I mean, three hours arguing about Cheetos and Mountain Dew. And an hour giggling over something stupid. Over a fart joke. And then you roll some dice, a character does some things, and that's D&D. It's true. I mean, that that's what a role-playing game is. But I think, I guess I guess because I've played D&D, watching Critical Role for me is exciting because I'm like, meh, it's, it's ah. cool. Like, this is, the, this is the part of the game where you're actually playing the game. Yeah, I watched Undeadwood, and I was like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. like, like you're running Savage World Deadlands, that sucks. But hey, this is a good story. I like what you did here. Yeah. Um. So what they do is fine. But let them write D and D. Let them write D and D or adapt one of the numerous books out there. Like, would you watch a Dritz movie? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or a Dritz TV show. Like, like do that. Give us. Something. See, here's the thing. If the if they have the property and they put something out, I'll watch it. Oh, that's gonna be the worst. Now, just dawned in my head what they're gonna do. Oh my god, they're gonna do the Avengers of D and D. Yeah, I mean, you said it earlier though. You just connected that you had said it. 
No, we're going to see Rays and here, Dritz. Here's the and, thing. Here's the thing. It's not going to be the Avengers of D&D. It's going to be the Transformers of D&D. I know, which is even worse. I know. It's funny, though. It's I'm, funny. Guys, seriously, though, if you think this movie has any shot, let us know, because I am completely brokenhearted over here. I talked to you about this earlier, and I was like, I, I didn't plan on being this down on this movie when we started this conversation, but now I kind of want it to burn in a fiery place and never come out. I'm okay with it coming out. It oh, should. No, it should. Bad. You know, we, we've we said for years, though, on this show, getting people in the hobby is good. If it gets people in the hobby, it's good. If it makes people more aware of what it actually is, it's not some Satan worship thing. Stranger Things did that enough, and that's not, good. Not everybody watched it. and more. Not people, everyone's going to watch D&D. Everybody will watch no, D&D. No, they won't. That's the thing. I think you totally gross overestimate the power this franchise, this movie property is going to have. I, I'm I'm not overestimating a multi million dollar budget though. And and that's just for advertising. Yeah, that's great. A multi million dollar budget just for advertising. Let's see how'd that work out for Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, it just broke even. Let's talk about all the flops that have happened in the past two years. Mm-hmm. Like like the only success, the only month the only movies you know were gonna make their money back had a Marvel stamp in front of it. Well or or a Disney logo. Even they had some bonds. John Carter of Mars. John Mars, Carter of Mars. Mars. Um, no, John Carter was, that was what, five years ago, six years ago? The Lone Ranger? Again, ten Pirates years ago. Pirates of the Caribbean, the last one? That was them scraping the bottom of a barrel. <laughs> Don't you give me that look! It's as true, I'm going though. down, Dumbo bombed. No, the Dumbo Lion King sucked. bombed. Yeah, that's because everybody's sick of watching the same I'm fucking movie over saying. and over again. You're like, oh, Disney always makes money. No. Disney's had a track record of putting out some duds. They put out some duds. Unless I, it I has mean, that Marvel stamp in front of it, it's not a guarantee anymore. So what you're saying is it needs to be part of the Marvel Cinematic no, Universe. No, I'm not saying that. Safe. I don't want to see Mr. Fantastic <laughs> fight a dragon. Actually, I kind of do. He'll put him in the negative zone. I kind of do want to see that. And now this dragon is in the negative zone and it can't hurt anyone. And Sue's just pleading for the dragon to be free because that's what Sue does. Fucking the thing is like, I feel your pain. Clubbering time. I wonder if the thing could survive a dragon blast. Depends on the age of the dragon, I think. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if he had like a young dragon, yeah, you can hide behind a rock and be fine. Yeah, so he'd be cool with that. If it was a uh, like a gargantuan or anything like that, something bigger, no nah, man, I, an ancient dragon, he's I, fucked. He's fucked. I, okay, he loses an arm. Yeah, I, and I, he loses an arm and six of his toes. How about that? All right, guys, do you think the thing could fight a dragon? Because now <laughs> that's really more more entertaining he, to me than the D and D movie is. Could the thing beat an ancient dragon? He could fight one. I don't think he could beat it at all. There's it? no way he could beat it. That takes... Okay, defeating an ancient dragon takes a high-level party. A party. Not one decently high-level character. Okay, okay, do you think the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. could beat an ancient dragon? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yes. Yeah? What if it was an ice dragon? Because now Johnny Storm's useless. The Thing is pretty much useless. Reed Richards is useless. Your hopes are on Invisible Woman. Reed Richards isn't useless, though. What his, happens his, when you freeze rubber? His brain is what's useful there. He's frozen. He can't talk. <laughs> no, his whole thing, and he, he'd he be like, we've researched this dragon that's been plaguing this land. Now, I'm going to go and open a portal to the negative zone, because that's that's what he does. <laughs> okay, let's let's be realistic here as we're talking, <laughs> as we're talking high fiction. Now he's in the negative zone where he can only hurt bad guys that we have imprisoned there. You and, know, Reed Richards got died from a gunshot. Just saying. 
What a bitch. So did, <laughs> so did Spider-Man. So did Captain America. Yeah, they got better. <laughs> they got They're better. fine. They're okay. No, Spider-Man didn't get better. Miles Morales showed up. No, no. Miles Morales was the one. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Ultimate yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the ultimate universe. It was. And like, that was a really good issue when, when Peter Parker died in the ultimate universe. It was very impactful. It was. That was one of those things where you were like, whoa. The only thing that cheapened it was seeing Green Goblin smile on that last panel. That was the... Uh, that was so silly. I was like, just leave him dead. Like, like the fact that would have been the perfect ending. Because even with Miles Morales being Spider-Man, Green Goblin doesn't care. That's not Peter Parker. Ugh. So, yeah. Actually, you know what? I don't want to see this D&D movie anymore. Yes, you I do. I was excited to talk about it. And then we started talking about it. And I'm like, fuck, I'm out. You're, you're like, this could be rough. And it was... <laughs> <laughs> It will be. I don't, um, I don't want to see it. I don't. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. You know what's funny is you're going to go up there with your De Niro's <laughs> and you're going to slide them across the counter. My and, plastic De Niro. And somebody is going to. Two tickets, please. For me and myself. It, <laughs> Actually, give me four tickets. <laughs> I just want to buy out two I just full buy, rows. Like, two like, full rows of tickets. Yeah, How just, many tickets is just that? Just give me four tickets. That way y'all don't have to sit by anybody. So... You As know, I groan about this movie. The person that I hate the most is the one behind me that thinks it's okay to put their feet up on my chair. Yeah. I'm I, like, I'm like, okay. If that's not who I hate the most. No? I hate everyone at the movie theater. All you popcorn munching, soda drinking, sniffling, laughing at the wrong place. They're, they're, they're not bothering you sipping their soda. They they're are. bothering the you. Ice is, I was going to uh, say they're they, bothering they, you when it's all gone. I'm cool with snacks. <gasps> I am cool with snacks in theaters. Eat them before the movie starts. Whew. That way you got to shit halfway through the movie. So, yeah, hold it. Don't get up in front of me and go Dude, pooey. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man, like... When uh when I was watching Endgame, I had to pee like fucking an hour into well, that movie, yeah, and I'm like no, I'm like not even a, getting up. I'm like certain movies you kind of contemplate wearing a diaper for. Yeah, you're like eh. you're like an astronaut driving to kill her husband. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, and, and, uh, you're like no, I'll get an adult diaper. Where are the depends at? I, I hate the people that check their phone. Like like they don't turn it on, they don't answer the phone because that's a whole another level of oh, people dude. I want to beat their ass up. But if they get a text. And like they're like three rows or four rows in front of you, and they just look at it real quick and set it down. Now you get this green light shining in the movie. I just want. My dad answered a video <sighs> chat in a movie, and yeah, I was yinging. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And this other guy was like, "Shut it off, shut it off." And he's like, "Honey, I'm in a movie. I gotta go." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, you shouldn't have answered it. No, you you, you leave you, it alone." You, you know how many phone calls I've missed in a movie theater? It's okay to miss a call. Yeah, I will call you as soon as I get out of the theater. Yeah. Is somebody dying? No? Okay. If they are, and then I do about it anyway, I'll find out after the theater, and then this will ruin that enjoyment then. Let me enjoy it right now. <laughs> I paid $30 for this movie. Let so, me enjoy it. That's something I... Uh, who was I talking to recently? Uh, Unlike every, the D&D movie, which all, I will not enjoy. All, all, all movie experiences right now are being had in our homes. Yes, and it's awesome. And... Uh, I was talking to somebody and I'm like, you know, I'm pretty cool with this right now. Like, no, I don't have a theater room or anything like that. It's on my TV. But you know what? I'm not paying $100 to take my family to see a movie right now. So this does lead to an interesting thing, though. If, okay, so let's say you could just not own, but like digitally rent for a day. Like, like hey, five bucks, you can stream the movie. Onward was 20 Okay, 20 worth bucks. It, it yeah. was worth it. You can stream the movie for 20 bucks. And then two weeks later, it came out on Disney Plus. Fuckers. Which is fine. That's whatever. But if you could do that. Yeah. 
really don't need the theater anymore. And this is a guy who loves movies. Mm-hmm. I actually, as much as I bitch about it, I love seeing movies in theaters. I just hate the people there. there well, there's, if you think about it, there's not really any overhead with that. No. The consumer is paying the overhead for you. And then, okay, so you might not sell four tickets, but you're still making your 20 bucks. Yeah. So did you lose anything? No. And guess what? It's more accessible. So how many more people just did it? Mm -hmm. Okay. So 2 million more people paid $20 to see your movie because they would do it for a pay-per-view. And if they did it as a limited thing, so, oh, hey, you can only get this movie this weekend. Or like have it be an actual like theatrical release. Here's six weeks you have i think i think if six weeks would give them too much time i think if they released it on for a week took Uh, it off for a week and then put it out for another week oh dude i think it'd be huge i think it would save the movie industry it could i mean i mean i I don't think the movie industry like i know that they're hurting they are hurting hollywood is hurting hollywood movies are not making as much money as they were they're not like like, i'm sorry we We, only made 20 billion last year you you poor things yeah out of one movie like that's the thing is it's no longer it used to be twenty billion. I said yeah, that's out of not one, one movie. movie. Out of one movie, <laughs> it, was, it was Avengers. It was yeah, that's all it was. It was just Endgame. Uh, it's not the the ticket sales aren't like they used to be. No, they're down. And unless it's a big tent pole, like and that's why the summer blockbusters are no longer summer blockbusters. They're every they come out all year round now. And we've talked about this numerous uh, times on uh, the show. That's heartbreaking some, too. That summer blockbusters are just boom, boom, boom. It's all year round. There's no there's no longer seasons where it's like here's the movies that Goodwill Hunting would come out of. and those movies used yeah, to bring in fall. a lot Guess of money. Yeah, it's fall. Guess what? It's scary movie time. Yeah, and those yeah. movies would bring in a lot of money, but now they're like, well, let's just keep the summer going all year round and realize we're going to lose our money on this. But we're going to make 20 billion dollars on Endgame. Yeah, that's <sighs> Yeah, you say like honestly the, though, the, you say that 20 billion dollars like it's and it, 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 it's an insane amount of money. Yep. Endgame made two billion. Mm-hmm. Okay, Endgame made two billion dollars of the entire yearly Hollywood. Like that shows you how impactful, and that's just one Marvel movie. Yeah, how many did we have that year? Four. Was it four? I don't know, four. I think it was four, three. three. Yeah, that's a lot. But it's yeah, a lot. So it, it's not that you you say it like oh we're joking. No, the the Marvel movies are what's making money. If you have one film make twenty percent of the money for all for the, the entire movies, industry, that's a lot, man. That's fucking scary. And it's no wonder why studios and directors and and, and studios are just looking and going, no, we're no longer going to do these movies like we've been doing. How much money did nineteen seventeen make? Nowhere near two percent of the market. No, and that's one of the best movies of the year. You know, one of my favorite movies that I've seen in the past few years was Hacksaw Ridge. Great movie. Good fucking flick, man. Didn't make a lot of money in the Spider-Man box office. Spider-Man was in it, too. Didn't I mean, make a lot on. of money in the box office. No, it didn't. And we're starting to see, like, in the past four years, we are starting to see less and less of those movies. Less and less of the artistic vision. It's all about the making the 2% of the market, which is fine. I get it. You got to make money. Somebody has to do it, yeah. Which is fine. But don't don't scoff when we bitch about it. Because think about it. All right, so how much money did Star Wars make? A bunch. Avengers? A bunch. So you've got yeah, two so franchises. Disney made all the money. Like two franchises making 3% so, of the so market. So my initial statement um, 10 minutes ago when I said Disney's the one that makes all the money. Yeah, they still throw out bombs. They, they still throw out Oh, duds. yeah, but th- trust me. And the only reason Disney's making money is they're like, hey, let's just buy this company. And now apparently Apple's looking at buying Disney. Yeah, I don't think that's a I, thing. I Yeah, there's no way. I don't think that'll ever happen. And 
news on Disney is they're considering making Deadpool 3 PG-13. I... So, you know what's, what's fucking super disappointing about that is when they picked up that franchise, or when they picked up Fox, rather, mm-hmm. they said, hey, we're going to, this movie's formula works, we're going to stick with it. And then Birds of Prey came out, Ugh. and they were like, maybe R-rated movies, superhero movies, aren't the way to go. Uh, yeah, they are if it's not fucking Birds of Prey. Or if they realize they're not going to make two $2 billion dollars. You know what? I think the what? How much did Deadpool make? Like three hundred million or yeah. something crazy? I a mean, lot of fucking money. It's a lot of money, but it's not Avengers money. It's not. But it's, <laughs> there was that pause. That's a quarter yeah. of it. Yeah, it's not. It's not uh, Avengers one, money. Yeah, it's a quarter of it though. Because uh, fuck, the original Avengers did one point two. I think one point two billion. Billion. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a quarter of that. I mean, that's a lot of fucking money, dude. And with a budget of what was it, sixty million or less? Like that's a highly successful movie yeah no it definitely is i mean it made 360 it made 783 worldwide okay so 400 million dollars and that was the original deadpool how much deadpool 2 make that's not as much i'll bet deadpool 2 ah the superheroes well in avengers affinity war three-week rule run with a forecast of 130 to 150 million on opening weekend um but yeah it didn't make as much as deadpool 1 yeah, so what they do is Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe now that he can play with those toys, and that's a huge movie. That's a billion-dollar movie all of a sudden. Deadpool 2 made $785 million worldwide. Oh, my oh, actually God. Actually, it made, it, made, it made $2 million more than Deadpool 1. Okay. Uh, that's a lot. That I didn't is a think, lot. I didn't think it did as well as Deadpool 1. Let's see, how much, let's see how much the other R-rated movie that got Oscar buzz made. Logan? No. Joker. The Joker did well. Well, yeah. The Joker did not do well. I mean, it made... Oh, no, it did do well. It made money, dude. It made money. Uh, and look at the budget of that one. It was that... $55 million budget. Yep. And it made $500 million, 900 worldwide. It's the first billion-dollar R-rated movie. That's insane. Insane. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think they need to leave Deadpool to his vices. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I don't think, like, I watched the uh, Once Upon a Deadpool. Yeah. It was cute. No, it was a fun little flick. But it's not Deadpool. I let my kids watch Deadpool with that. You know what I mean? Right. Because, okay, you can watch this one. It's it's the kiddie version of it, and it's still not. No, it's not. Still but not. But it's not as... It's not as raunchy as the other shit. Um, but, yeah, do not fucking do that to that poor <laughs> property. Just give Ryan Reynolds a check. Let him make Deadpool, and everyone will be happy. There's a tooth. Yeah, he lost a tooth yesterday. Ah, you got to put it under your pillow. He uh, did, and it fell out from under the pillow last night, oh, so, so the tooth fairy, fairy didn't... couldn't find it? Yeah. 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 That's the worst one. The and then he's like, well, find. I also stayed up too late. And I'm like, oh. Oh, yeah. That's what happens when you stay up too late. The tooth fairy doesn't come. Yeah. So it skips like, over your house. Bro, you got to get that together. <laughs> um, yeah, so d and a thing. It's d- a movie. d and a thing. It's greenlit. How do you guys want to see it made? I know how I do. Don't. Just don't. Um, it's going to have Jason Statham in it. You know it uh, is. Don't. No. It's going to have Jason Statham. It's going to be the Fast and the Furious of the D&D movies. Those movies need to fucking stop, too. But they won't. Because they make money. I guess. Yeah. Well, once you put The Rock in it. He's been in a bunch of bombs, too. No, he has for sure. Like, you know what's funny is they were like, he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood for a he, minute. And yeah, I'm like, how? Because like Samuel Jackson, he doesn't turn anything down. He's... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, highest paid, that means per movie. So they're like, hey, yeah. if we put him in this, it'll do better. And I'm like, just put Robert Downey Jr. in it. But he just did a flop. He do- Doolittle flopped. Yep. Yeah. Dragon Miserably. Fart at the end. Dragon Fart? Dragon Fart at the end. That movie bombed. Severely. Yeah, that was a big budget movie. Was a it really, big budget? It was a big budget movie. I didn't know what the budget was on that. Uh, not not lone. <clears throat> excuse me, not lone ranger budget, but it was a big budget because it was a period piece too. Doctor mm-hmm. Doolittle budget, one hundred seventy-five million. Oh God! It made its money back. I mean, it made two hundred twenty-seven million, so it's not a complete bomb. Uh, but yeah, $175 million. It, the time that it came out in was also, uh, not the best. So it I made its put money back on summer. the budget, but it lost a hundred million. It's expected to lose a hundred million. When yeah, it's dude, over. we're in, we're in that fucking summer blockbuster movie should be coming out next month mm-hmm. and our theaters are closed down. So do the streaming. No, I, I agree. I mean, we've already covered that. Do the streaming. Go back to, like that. Honestly, I think that's a fine way to do it. Is twenty bucks to stream, dude. Twenty bucks to stream. It's here's the thing. It's less than a pay per view. It is, and it's less than taking the kids out. But you still get the movies. Studios still make money. Mm-hmm. Everyone's happy. Yeah, the only people that aren't happy are theaters. Right. Sorry. Like I hate to be that way. Maybe theaters should go the way go the way of the drive-in. I mean, I think. <sighs> I love going to the theater. I do too. I love going to I the hate theater. People to the theaters, but I love going to the theaters. Um, but now you've got theaters that bring you food. Oh no, I hate that shit. The, I hate that like, shit. Like, like the way they're trying to draw people in because the turnaround on movies is so fast. One, well, it's a it's a stupid fucking gimmick, dude. Hey, now you don't have to do dinner in a movie. You can come here and do it. And, no, stop. And we reached the point to where at home viewing experience, even if you don't have a theater room. Your TV over there puts out just as good input, if not even better, than some of the screens on the theaters you yeah, go I, see. Yeah, I have a 4K TV. My I TV's, mean, it looks good. My TV's 10 years old, and I have no issue watching movies. Like, yeah. It used to be when you would watch a VHS or a DVD, you would you would lose something. But now with the way movies are done in 4K and, and high depth. Well, and everybody has their sound bar, so they get fucking this crazy sound yeah. experience. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's almost the same, except I don't got to deal with people stirring their ice in their drink. Well, and... You're at the comfort of your own couch, and if you need yeah. to pause the movie to make a pee-pee, you guess can do what? That. Yeah. I'm not going to. I'm going to hold it. Finish that fucking finish movie. Because, like, when, when I'm watching, like, when we do the movie thing on, on, on over the phone, it's, we, you know, there's no talking. We're just on the phone watching a movie. Yeah. So. That's so interesting. That's what you do what you got to do. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, I guess we'll do, we'll do our outro here, yeah? We have an outro? I mean, basically, we tell people where to go and what to click. Uh, everything. Yeah. So uh, our good friend Mike Brodor um, slash my podcast partner with Who Wears the Pants, uh, he has his new company, the... <laughs> the How has he not shot Influence, himself yet? The I Influence just... <laughs> Foundation. Oh, he's he's struggling. Uh, <laughs> the Influence Foundation. You can go to goinfo.org or uh, the Influence Foundation on YouTube and check out some of his interviews and stuff. He gets with creators and all kinds of fun stuff in the gaming community. It's really, really good. Um, you can go to entertainthegeeky.com and learn more about what we have going on. Uh, we have our Kickstarter that's been delayed for the past two and a half years here. Um, coming soon. It's going to come. Once this is over. 
Yeah, I we were seriously going to launch it next month. May fifth. Yeah, I know. Or May fourth. May fourth. We were no, launching it May fourth. No, because we said not on Star Wars Day, so we switched it to Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Remember? Like, we were launching it in on, May, in like it, two weeks. We were going to launch this yeah, thing. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the end of the world happened, so we kind of like put a pause on that because we don't want to ask you guys for money when everyone's when, struggling. Yeah, we can barely pay our bills that right now. Right. Yeah, that's not fair. It's not fair to you guys. Not fair to us. It's we're not. If we yeah yeah. We, so we decided to but hold off. Cooks on that. is finally going to come. And then uh, check out Board Game Bros. Board Game Bros. Yeah, the guys that helped us put, put cooks together. Um, they put a wicked podcast on, and they go over the design process and all that fun stuff. So uh, check Jason's them out. got a Final Fantasy VII review coming mm-hmm. apparently later this week, along with a Resident Evil Three yep. this week. Yep. Uh, check out Nerd News. Jason's doing fun things over there. Yeah, Nerd News. You can always learn what's going on in the hobby. Hobby. And as always, stay geeky. Man, I don't want to see a D&D movie.